Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired. Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there. The real world is twisted, and to me it ain't fair. Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head. The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council. You can check them out on SoundCloud. Welcome back. I've decided I'm going to weigh in on the whole Bud Light, Dylan Mulvaney controversy. Now, first of all, the disclaimer, I really don't give a crap. I don't care who Bud Light punts on their cans. I don't care who Bud Light contracts with or uses as a spokesperson. I don't drink Bud Light. I don't care. However, I think it's important that a company understands their customer base. And this is where Anheuser-Busch screwed up big time. So I'm on Zero Hedge. This article is dated Tuesday, May 2nd. The headline is, quote, we've never seen such a dramatic shift. Bud Light hopes new ad blitz can overcome corporate suicide. Obviously, written by Tyler Durden. That's Zero Hedge. They're more right-wing libertarian. Starts off with, Bud Light parent company Anheuser-Busch is desperately scrambling to rehabilitate their image following corporate suicide over a transgender ad campaign featuring TikTok influencer Dylan Mulvaney. In order to make amends with distributors after off-site sales fell 26.1% in the week ending April 22nd versus one year ago, the company has pledged to boost market spending on Bud Light and accelerate production of a new slate of ads, according to the Wall Street Journal, which adds that Anheuser-Busch will give a, quote, case of Bud Light to every employee of a wholesaler. Now, first of all, I think, obviously, they need to make their their distributors happy because they're the ones actually are delivering these to the stores and who are actually buying their product. The person that goes to the local grocery store is not buying directly from Anheuser-Busch. They're buying from the, their local distributor in their area. So that's their direct customer is the distributor. So they're trying to keep them happy. Actually, giving them a, a case of Bud Light I'm not sure because a lot of these distributors, they distribute other beers besides Anheuser-Busch or they may only deliver Anheuser-Busch. And if they're delivering only Anheuser-Busch, they are hurting if they're seeing their sales drop by 26%. That is huge. And then there was a tweet. So I'm going to go to a tweet they actually had on the Zero Hedge. Bud Light sales down 26.1% versus last year in the week ending April 22nd. Sales of the beer plummeted versus last year due to the ongoing backlash from the brand's decision to hire Dylan Mulvaney as a brand ambassador. Rival beer brands Coors Light rose by 13.3% while Miller Light rose 13.6% during the same period. So clearly you're down 26 and your two main competitors are up 26 combined. That means people are not buying your product and buying your competitor's product. People are still drinking beer. People did not stop drinking beer because of Dylan Mulvaney. They just switched brands. And that was the source of that is Beer Business Daily out of Barron's. So going back to the Zero Hedge article. Meanwhile, sales of rival brands Coors Light and Miller Light each grew 21% during the same period. And there's a quote out of Wall Street Journal. The efforts are continuing a month after Dylan Mulvaney, a transgender social media star, spoke in an Instagram video about a personalized can of Bud Light that the brewer had sent her as a gift. The April 1st post sparked a boycott that caused sales to plummet for both Anheuser-Busch and its independently owned distributors. The distributors' employees, many of whom drive trucks bearing the Bud Light logo, were confronted by angry people on the streets, in stores, and in bars. Now, a lot of these people that they that actually deliver to the local grocery stores, their pay 
It's basically a sales position. So it, their pay is based on how many cases of beer they actually stock in the refrigerator section of that local grocery store or the convenience store. They have a certain spot. So if more beer is being sold and sold and they are replacing more, they get paid based on a commission basis of how much they're actually pushing the brand and knowing how to keep, you know, the, the, the product placement and the people that really know what they're doing can make decent amount of money. And I saw a YouTube video, and I'm not sure if it was off of TikTok, but it was one of the drivers who was showing that he's putting hardly any Bud Light out there and it's hurting him and that he's going to have a tough time feeding his family that week because of the sales being so low. Back to the article, the deterioration of Bud Light's market share continued to pace through the third week of April and actually somehow worsened. We've never seen such a dramatic shift in national share in such a short period of time, according to Beer Business Daily. I think the senior leadership said, hey, it'll blow over. We'll just act like nothing happened. People will forget about it. To me, this this all happened because the leadership at Anheuser-Busch does not know its customer base. It clearly does not know who their customers truly are. Now, if I am selling a minivan, I'm going to target soccer moms, maybe new families or people with multiple kids because you just got the room and, you, and we're taking the family vacation. That's the ad. It's the family. You got plenty of room for kids, the groceries, whatever you're doing. I'm not going to target that minivan to the frat bro that just graduated with his engineering degree. No, that's the Corvette is going to target that guy or some type of sports car, the uh, a Camaro or Dodge Viper, some, some high-end car is going to target the frat bros. And if you get an older person, then you're going to target maybe the Buick or the Cadillac, you know, the style, the comfort, the prestige. You've made it in life. You're, you're able to retire. You're able to let, live the good life. Now show the world that you have money by driving the Mercedes Benz or the Cadillac. You know, that's, that's marketing is understanding who buys your vehicles. The same thing with who buys by light. It's not. You don't really have a bunch of liberals. Now, I'm sure liberals drink Bud Light and liberals drink beer. But it tend, in my opinion, they're going to attend more to the craft beers or the IPAs or the local breweries and buy their beer rather than Bud Light, which has always been the fret row beer because it's cheap. It's inexpensive that if you're having a fret party, you're buying the Bud Light or some type of cheap, inexpensive beer. You're not buying the high-end IPA beer. It just shows they don't understand their, their target audience, their customer base. Saw the same thing happen years ago with the whole Duck Dynasty kerfuffle and Cracker Barrel weighed in on that. So after the whole kerfuffle with that, it was the, the father, I think, was either being interviewed by, I think it was Rolling Stones. I may have a magazine wrong. It was Rolling Stones. Very staunch, conservative Christian made some comments about homosexuals that he was not pro-homosexual. And they, I think, twisted his comments out of context and made it seem a lot worse than what he was saying. And there was this whole kerfuffle about him being homophobe. Now, this was about 10 years ago. It's not the same as it is today. So there was the whole controversy over that Cracker Barrel in their little store had a lot of the Duck Dynasty merchandise. Well, they decided to pull their merchandise because they wanted to show their support behind the LGBTQ community. And it wasn't called that back then. 
but they wanted to show, hey, we are supporting everybody. We're not going to be homophobic. And they did not understand their customer base because their customer base is rednecks. That's who goes to Cracker Barrel. You, you know, uh, you don't have too many people that are outside their local coffee shop at the the local college campus listening to a poetry reading. And after they get done to the poetry reading, the group's like, hey, I'm hungry. Let's go to Cracker Barrel. No, that doesn't happen. That's not who goes to Cracker Barrel. It's a bunch of rednecks. So for them to jump into that fray showed they did not understand who their true customer base was. And I think within three or four days, they apologized. They said, we should not have done this. And they put it back. Everybody forgot because they apologized. Anheuser-Busch has not really issued an apology. They have issued a statement saying that we didn't mean to cause division. We're, we're inclusive and that's what, and we do individual cans for different people all the time. So this wasn't, she's not, she's not a spokesperson for us. It wasn't just meant to be that way, but that's not the way their customers took it. And to me, the only way out of this is they're going to have to come out and apologize to their customers saying, we screwed up. We did not truly understand who you are. And we do now. The problem then is now the LGBTQ plus community is going to be up in arms for them. They're in a no win situation. This is what happens when you go woke. It's an old phrase. You go woke, get woke, go broke. Don't get into politics because you're going to piss off half the country. I believe it was Michael Jordan. He was asked one time, now Michael Jordan is extreme liberal, and he was asked one time, why don't you get into politics? You have the voice and people will listen to you. Why aren't you out there speaking? And his comment was something along the lines of Republicans buy sneakers also. I'm not going to, you know, alienate 50% of my customer base. And that's where we are. With this situation with Anheuser-Busch, it is not they alienated 50% of their customer base. They alienated probably 75% or 80% of their customer base. I mean, it's these NASCAR redneck people driving pickup trucks with the rebel flag in the back that's who buys their products like it or not that's who buys their products and they screwed up i i really no idea what they do i think the gal that authored this or authorized this they just need to fire her they they need to figure out a way to apologize to their customers but at the same time make amends to the lgbtq plus community and it may be a matter of we're going to come out with a brand of beer that is targeted towards the lgbtq plus community i don't know if that's even going to work i mean are you, are you going to have quote a gay version of Bud light i say that tongue-in-cheek i i don't know they, they just they've screwed up and it's not going away and i think that the, the c-suite thought hey guys you should just hang low this will blow over and it's not. I'm going to continue back with the article. The fallout has spread to other Anheuser-Busch brands as well, including Budweiser, Bush Light, Michelob Light, according to Bump Williams. It's, it sent shockwaves through distributors, according to Jeff Wheeler, vice president of marketing for Del Papa Distributors near Houston, Texas, adding that his staff has fielded, quote, tons of phone calls from people being very hateful. Yes, people are not happy. 
Two Bud Light marketing executives have placed on administrative leave in wake of the controversy. There's a quote from Daily Caller, marketing vice president, Alisa Heineshade, and she's the one that authorized it, took a leave of absence after the Daily Caller reported on photos of her at a college party following comments she made slamming Bud Light's customers for being fratty. Budweiser reportedly announced Sunday that Daniel Blake, Group Vice President for Marketing at Anheuser-Busch, has also taken a leave of absence. Now, I have no problems with her saying we want to get away from the frat boy image because 10, 15 years down the road, that is not going to be our audience. Well, then you spin off a different brand. You come up with a whole new brand for this type of people. At the same time, your bread and butter, the people that are buying Today and next year is them. So trying to be woke, they actually alienated the people that are actually buying the beer today. I think they should have took a a more long-term strategy of how do we get away from this frat boy image to a maybe a higher end beer and maybe just spin off a higher end beer. That's the sophisticated beer for for the you know the the upper class or people that you have one beer for the rednecks, you have one beer for the NASCAR folks, but then you have the beer that for the people that go to the opera or go to the museum. You know, you, you do something like that. They screwed up big time. <laughs> I really don't know where this is going because it's not going away. So that's just me weighing into it. Once again, I don't really give a crap who they pick as a spokesperson or who they do personalized cans for because I am not a bud drinker. I don't really drink beer, so I really don't care. To me, I look at it is this is a company and many companies are this way. The C-suite is completely out of touch with their customers and the people that actually buy their products. And by doing that, they're going to punt themselves out of business. Only time will tell what will happen with this. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.